specifically actor. remember a very like vi- graphic and visual like maybe helicopter crash and then you get pulled out of the fire and like you're presumed dead but you see your like squad mates getting pulled away and then like you wake up later on and it's just like you and one other guy like on this island or this area and like the whole place is on a manhunt for you that could be so many games um yeah i don't know we live now right on time oh my that's exciting surprised i am (laughs) your face was like we're live broadcasting (laughs) to the internet buffcast episode 13 with your host oh i can't it's really exciting that we're on episode 13 yeah we've been doing this for a bit now it's like we have we did take that one like month-long break dad we don't talk about that that was that was a thing that was needed, <laughs> I feel like. We had to make this online transition. Oh, it was absolutely needed. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to BuffCast, episode 13. Um, exciting things, as always, in the gaming world. And we'll cover it. <laughs> this is true. And uh, these exciting things in the gaming world this week are pretty much... I don't know if it's fair to say that they're coming out of left field. They weren't expected for me. I don't even know if I'm using that phrase right. But I think Ubisoft is very well set up to win this fall in terms of game releases they just had ubisoft forward and i think they did a really good job and they said that there's going to be another event just like this later in the fall um i don't know if it will be the same size or if it will have the same amount of releases probably not because they already showed us three triple a's but uh Uh they said another maybe like announcing games for like the spring or something or maybe i mean already some of these games are 2021 uh, yeah, that's true. Watchdogs was so. Uh, what was your like? What'd you guys really like the most from the presentation, Carson? Maybe Watchdogs Legion was the only one I actually watched. I mean, looking at their list, there really isn't a lot of stuff that seems interesting. Like, okay, you got Assassin's Creed, Far Cry Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got a bunch of really bunch of random mobile stuff. Like Brawlhall is coming to iPhone and I like iOS and Android. But I think the one, the only one I actually watched, so not really my favorite, just the only one I know about is the new Watch Dogs game. Mm-hmm. You can kind of just recruit NPCs into your hacker group. Anyone. And then, then use them in missions and stuff. And it seems cool. It looks nice. Yeah, I'm curious how they're going to go with that. Yeah, did um, you catch I... any of that, Leo? Like, did you see how that works? You can somehow yeah. more or less recruit any NPC and have their, like origin story like mission and then like they join your hacker group um and and don't like cool. each uh, each npc have like their own like like uh yeah, characteristics like and abilities right yeah like i remember seeing there was like this uh this like drunkard and it, he's really good in brawls or something like that yeah. and then there was like a granny i don't know what the hell she does yeah, but there's a granny um, and then there's like just different types of people that can do different types of things, which is pretty cool. I'm just curious to see how they're going to, I mean, it, no, no flame at Ubisoft, but they do have a pretty good history of, uh, some buggy games as we've, as we've seen. So I'm not sure how having all these NPCs with all unique abilities is going to work out, but I'm open for it. I, I want to see how it's going to go and I think it'll be. A nice uh, step forward. 
I mean, it looked it looked cool. Um, everything looked nice and I guess up to par for typical mm -hmm. Ubisoft game. Facial animations looked really meh to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, In just, my opinion, that's usually the thing with Ubisoft games is like well, it's, it's an open world game. It's kind of meh to begin with. I think like I can't believe I'm using XQC as a legitimate reference here, but what he said with uh, I think he was talking about Watch Dogs. Or maybe he was talking about like one of the games I got announced this week is that it was way more like gimmicky and like environment interaction focused rather than like a linear story. And like, I don't know, sometimes you feel like it can just go off the rails so much like rather than this like actually like really well put together campaign and storyline. Like you get all these gimmicks that you can like you can take this one mission like any way you want with whoever you want. But like, is the story mm -hmm. even going to be that good if like. How is how is there going to be a, like a defined story arc if you can play the same mission as an old grandma or one of the security guards? I feel like it will just be like a bunch of write-off missions and then like major story missions every five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I, I love the franchise, so I'm excited for it. Watch Dogs was super hype back, way back, way way back. Yeah, I'll be honest, I never played the second one. I've always wanted to, and I kind of was hoping I would watch the Ubisoft event, then I got distracted, but I, I Watch Dogs 1 was fun, you know, a little janky, but that's fine. Right. So this one should be, it's going to be interesting. It really is. That's that's what I got to say about it. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any memory of the online for Watch Dogs? A little bit. Um, very poorly. I remember playing it on the 360, which... That weird transitionary period where games are on last gen and current gen. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Really it was that bad. really awkward time period. And it it looked kind of bad, and it ran fairly bad. It was yeah. That was, was such more... a weird time period. Like the games yeah. were releasing on both sides. Remember when um Call of Duty Black Ops Three released mm -hmm. on the 360 and the Xbox One, but when it came out on the 360, there was no campaign. It was only multiplayer. It was wait. That was Black I'm... Ops what? Three. Was that... I'm trying to think. Because launch year was Advanced Warfare, I think. Or, no, Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, right. And then that was the next year? Yeah, that was the next... Oh, they were right. still... It was, like I was saying, it was that weird time period where they were still mm -hmm. trying to include last gen, but last gen couldn't handle the newer games, so they had to, like, gut the game in order for it to be able to play. Right, right. I thought, um... Or, like, I just vividly remember having um i think i traded in my xbox 3 i pre-ordered an xbox one then i traded in my xbox 360 to gamestop to get mm -hmm. the like last little bag of change that i could <laughs> and um i think or like right before i did that i really really wanted battlefield 4 but i already had it pre-ordered for xbox one but i was like mom my friends have it now like it's a month i need to play this and it was, like, the most immature child. Like, I couldn't see that literally if I wait a month, I already have this game pre-ordered for the next gen. And now I don't have to deal with any of that because we're on PC. But it was like, <laughs> it was like I want it now. I um, want to play it now. Well, can't, yeah, of course, because all your friends are going to have a blast and you're not there. Yeah, they're all going to, like, if the ranks carried over, they're going to, a month? Are you kidding me? That's um, That's ample time. In friend groups now, especially on PC, a month? We cycle games, like, weekly. Yeah, it's kind of sad how fast I cycle through games. Yeah, it's not good, but that's a whole I, other... I, 
I don't just cycle through games. I cycle through the same three games. Yeah, like, I'll play one better. game and be like, all right, this is fun. And then I'll be like, mm, next one. All right. And then repeat it. <laughs> I yeah. feel like my cycle always goes back to Minecraft somehow. Like I'll play the new... I played Valorant a bunch. Probably played it too much. Went back to Minecraft. See, I feel uh, like if I set myself in, a, like, a goal in Minecraft, I'd probably go back to it. But I played a lot of Minecraft, like, on mm. 360, which I know is not really the most legit... Hey, I did the same. Uh, that was how I started Minecraft was on the 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Eight years ago. I feel like so my, my PC couldn't handle it. My PC actually couldn't run Minecraft. I, I tried to run the demo, and my game was running at like 10 FPS. Mm-hmm. The Minecraft demo. <laughs> wow. Oh, looking back, that's so funny. I couldn't even make a house because I kept dying just because I kept falling off of it. <laughs> I think I skipped a lot of experiences like that. Like, I had a 360 and then, like, a really, really bad HP laptop, and I tried to play games on there. Like, I tried TF2, and I was getting, like, 5 FPS, and I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> and then I never played TF2. Like, I, I once I finally got a gaming PC, I did, I don't know if, like, I just, I got Daisy, Arma 3, like, all the heavy hitter PC titles of, like, 20, what, 15? Like, everything yeah. that I saw random... Uh, what is it? Frankie on PC in 1080 and Jack Frags, like just all the like English YouTubers forever, like for whatever reason, playing the like, like insanely like large military sims that people use like 10% of the functions for. <laughs> like Arma 3 roleplay is the most. Oh god, what a waste of time. I, I tried to do that stuff. It, it it. I don't think I have the patience for it. I'll be honest. Yeah, I never had a good experience in Daisy or Arma. Really, it just takes way too much to get into it. Like. I had infinitely better memories on Gary's mod and Counter Strike. Yes, Gmod. Ah, uh. yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah, back into that later. Say, don't know how we got here, but uh. Yeah, it's all right. It's it happens all the time. It's the best part. All Let's right, moving on. on. Watchdogs. Before we yeah, move we've on, like one thing I wanted to bring up is how do we feel about the map and the overall story arc on that? Because the first one was set in Sh- Chicago, maybe. It's like Chicago or Detroit. Mm, I think so. Yeah. I mean, like, I know it was I think a city, but it, one was... it wasn't California and it wasn't New York. I think it was Chicago. And it was, mm-hmm. r- like, a relatively realistic story. Um, Chicago, Watch Dogs 1. And then 2 was San Francisco, I believe. Yeah, San Francisco. It was a relatively... And the next one is going to be London. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. first two games weren't really that far-fetched. I mean, like, it was kind of like... There was like a software, like facial rec was like completely developed. Like, like you could hack everything from your phone just so quickly. Like, not completely realistic, but like they were at least like, like yeah, I could see that happening in the next like six years if like Facebook became like the sole technology company and just like ruined our yeah. lives. But this, I, I, one of the thing I liked the most about Watch Dogs One was how you can like scan civilians and you can see like that like awkward like that weird oh, that little so blurb weird. like. Is a brony or something like that. I remember seeing yeah. that one time. I was that like, was that idea was just scanning random people, not even playing the game. Yeah, um, but now with Legion, it's like full on. It's in uh, England, right? And it's like yeah. full on police state. Like you go outside, you are being watched. Like if you're even allowed outside, like it's like a full on like anarchy. Like I don't even know. Like how do you guys feel about that? Because now it's like. I don't feel like you have the stealth factor anymore or that you really can. Like, there's ginormous drones that you can ride, but they're meant for, like, facial wreck 
or they're like construction drones like it's really far-fetched and out there like I'm sure there's a way they're going to implement an ability to do stealth, stealth because there's always been a stealth aspect in watchdogs you know yeah so there's definitely got to be maybe like they just beef up your hacking skills compared to the past or right something like that but yeah it'll be interesting i mean it's it's going to be more difficult that's for sure yeah, that's fair. Um, All right. That's Going on to uh, the next part of uh, you, uh, you play forward was uh, Far Cry Six. Yes. And personally, I'm pretty excited for this. I've always loved the Far Cry series, pretty much all of them, except for the. I didn't play the New Dawn or the Far Cry Five at all. My dad did, but I didn't. Yeah. But those games seem pretty cool. It takes the new one's going to take place in a fictional country. Was it called again? Y Yara. Yeah, yeah, I believe Yara. Regardless of what it's yeah. called, it's based on... It's supposed to be Cuba, from mm -hmm. what people have picked up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm we've super got, excited for that one. Yeah, and we've got our, our... You guys have seen the cinematic trailer, right? The little mm -hmm. the teaser mm -hmm. one. And then the, the next one with... Uh, what's, what's the main villain's name? I forget. Is it... Um, I don't know his name, but the actor is Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, I know that. I'm just trying to figure out the villain. I always forget his name. From well, Breaking Bad. Him, yeah, the dict so we have the dictator, and we've got his son. Yeah. And now they're already like with these trailers developing like a father son connection, and these are supposed to be like you know technically the bad guys of the story. So it's going to be interesting how that's going to play. I always like it when Far Cry has you know likable villains. You know. Right. Um, yeah, likable is an interesting term there you may be not likable but you know they're very you may not like them but they're giving them plenty of screen time and that's what gotcha, gotcha. matters in my opinion like Voss, he had tons of screen time you know from all those cr wacky trailers they released on youtube like when far cry 3 was coming out and then Voss in the game was just absolutely bonkers and then far cry 4 happened i don't remember that guy the, that villain's name but he was really cool and then uh, Far Cry Five is just a. Oh, four was like the like guy with like the bleach, like blonde hair and like a purple suit, right? Yeah, he was really funny. Yeah, um, he's on the cover too. The only one I really played was the Blood Dragon or the the weird like eighties oh. neon. Yeah, Blood Dragon. The one Far Cry that's like not a Far Cry. The one that isn't that yeah, like a mix I... between like wasn't that supposed to be like a Crisis crossover or something? I don't know. That's the only one I've ever it's played. Still technically, it was... Far Cry. Oh, I it, it was... sounds a fun. I, it's a blast. Uh, Blood Dragon I, is so much. I got fun. it free somewhere. I don't remember what platform. I think it was. I got it for free what... as well. I don't remember what platform it was on, but I got it for free and I played it. Like, okay, I think it cool. was. Um, I think UPlay was just giving it for free. Oh yeah, I've I have not installed UPlay or forgot even UPlay was a thing. I haven't even touched it in a long time either. But I remember that's how I got Far Cry Blood Dragon was. You play, put it for free, and I was like, okay, sure. I'm, I'm never going to pay for this, so I'll gladly play it. Yeah. I think George is in our chat. I think that's George. And then it says Pagan Min. Was, was Pagan Min, yes. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, that was supposed to be like a like Thai, Thailand or like a like a Southeast I think Asian it was, country. I think yeah, it was about. Nepal or the Himalayas. Oh, okay. Seems cool. I mean, I never played it. I feel like I didn't really play a lot of games at this, like the early start of the generation. Yeah, I actually didn't play Far Cry Three, so I know very much well the the um, 
the stigma Voss has, but I never played Far Cry 3, so. Um, really? You never did? No. I just, I don't know. Upsetting. It's a great game. Wonderful think, time. Yeah, I think Far Cry 4 was my first Far Cry. Um, and then 5, I, I didn't play 5, but I, I saw a decent amount of 5. 5 looks really good. Yeah. Oh, that's a good game. It's just, I just, mm, I don't know. Didn't ca I just didn't like the idea of it. I don't know. It's just cults, and I'm like, eh, yeah, okay. Wait, actually, now that I think about it, did I play Far Cry Five, or is Breakpoint have like the exact same storyline of like you crashing on an island, or not an island, like, well, yeah, an island, and like there's like a cult there. I think Breakpoint does the exact same thing, doesn't it? Well, Breakpoint's not a cult. It just has well, um. It's a military, but. Yeah, yeah, it has that. What's that guy's name? John Bernthal, I think his I name know. is. I specifically Actor. remember a very like v graphic and visual like maybe helicopter crash, and then you get pulled out of the fire, and like you're presumed dead, but you see your like squad mates getting pulled away, and then like you wake up later on, and it's just like you and one other guy like on this island or this area, and like the whole place is on a manhunt for you. That could be so many games. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, that's like any generic FPS, pretty much. Yep. Yep. At, like any Call of Duty probably has that exact scene that you just described. Yeah, that's, I can that's, name already like that's fair. It was definitely a Ubisoft, it was a Ubisoft title, though. I know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Far Cry Six. One thing to close on that. Um, who are we playing as? I'm confused. Have they said anything yet? Not really. Like, are we playing as the villain? Because there was mention of, like, you're a dictator with his people fighting back towards you, but that would be so improbable. Otherwise, you're going to have to be, like, what, the lead protester? Or are you going to be, like, the military coming in on a helicopter, and then there's a crash, and... And then you get shot down for trying to intervene. And then you get pulled out, and you're presumed dead. And then the people are like, you're our only hope! And you're like, well, okay, I guess so. And then you overthrow the entire government. Yeah, you just, just you win Cuba, like. <laughs> no, Yara, Yara, Yara. Get it right. Course, yep. mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, other words, I I'm excited for Far Cry Six. I can't wait for to see some gameplay trailers for that. That's gonna be fun. The graphics look. I mean, obviously there's cinematics, but the animations look stellar. As always, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, like I you... my dad. He was like, "Is this real?" I'm like, no. This is this is animation. Yeah, I tried to hype it up to my parents. Sometimes when I'm like directly just presenting a video game, I try to like really hype it up, and this helped because I showed them like the cinematic trailer, explained to them that it's the guy from Breaking Bad, and then showed them the like the actual trailer. And my dad's like, "Oh yeah, I might check that out." <laughs> he plays like one story game a year. Other than that, it's like CS:GO and Farming Simulator. Um, yeah. I don't like at all. Like I'll try to yeah. few games. Like no, is it Call of Duty? No, okay. Just a diehard yeah, Call of Duty fan. My dad's played. Actually, I think he's played all the Far Cry games except for the first one. He played Far Cry Two. He said that was his favorite. No, and then he yeah, and then he played Far Cry Three. He loved that. Far Cry Four as well. I bought him Far Cry Five for Christmas. He played that immediately. And now, I guess 6 is he's pretty hyped for that. Yeah. I mean, strip away the gameplay. 
and just have the story, I know it's going to be amazing. Like, I feel like the game might not have the greatest gameplay. I'm just kind of having, a, like, a gut feeling that they might have put too much into the story. And it might kind of get tanked reviews. But I think given the cast that they're putting into, the amount of mocap they're doing, they have all these behind-the-scenes documentaries, or not documentaries, just, like, shorts on how they're doing the mocap, the character arcs, just so much on it. Like, I think the story is going to be good despite the gameplay. Like, I'm hopeful for it. I think so, too. I think the story's... It's most... Maybe the story's going to carry the game, and that's okay with me. I I really enjoy a game with a good story, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't had that much lately, so... Yeah, no. Speaking of I'll a game take... that normally has a really good story, and gameplay can be all over the map, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm pretty out yes. of touch with Assassin's Creed right now for at least the past probably i have to say since unity because unity was the first assassin's creed i bought that came out like once i was on pc and as we all know unity was terrible on pc it was completely unoptimized it was like 15 fps the face like there's the classic constant glitches falling through maps it was a mess it was my freaking childhood dream to play assassin's creed co-op like, this was going to be it. I was like, holy shit, this will be the year. The trailer for that with the, like, I think it's, like, Lord in the music and, like, the four. Yes. Oh. Goes Dude, that I got to this day. But the game... I, I'm pretty sure I was a third of those views on YouTube, all right, for that trailer. I showed that trailer to every single one of my family members. I was so excited for that game. Yeah. And it, I couldn't get it because I was like, "Oh, it's it's coming on Xbox One. I need an Xbox One." And then I, and then it released, and then I was really upset that I couldn't play it. And then I learned that it was absolutely terrible, and I felt so good. And then I went back to play Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, and now like I think Ubisoft is scarred, and they'll like they will not try a co-op Assassin's Creed for so long. Yeah, probably. I realized how terrible it worked. Um. I really hope they do try again because I think the technology is there. I think if they're they're really careful, they can do it. Because I still yeah. really want that. And if they like they sign Lord again and make another trailer with one of um, her yeah, her tracks, um, I don't know. Anyways, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Vikings. Now I'm so out of touch. Yeah, it's like how Vikings. did we get here? You know, when I left, we were in Europe for like the entire decade, and now we went to let's see, we stopped in like what the French Revolution. And then we did, like, the pyramids for a little bit. And then we went we to did... Egypt, and then we went to Greece, and now we're Vikings. Now we're Vikings. The one... All right, so I'm I'm pretty excited for this game. A lot of people are, are you know, they have very skeptical reviews about it already since not many people like the whole RPG aspect of uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, you know, people okay. are like, oh, wow. Uh, it's not the... Carson. What happened, Carson? I don't know. I think the call is slowly dying because. Oh, yeah, your quality I don't know just thinks it's getting worse. Same for you. Um, Can you still see me though? Uh, yeah. I'm. He's going mobile. Oh, I have to use data because they're whole. All right, I'll just I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going. All right, stop. Just uh, don't talk. Just don't, just don't talk. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk, Carson. All right. Um. Well, apparently, AT and T decided to do service, so I'm back. Oh, okay. 
where you oh, it's in and out uh, where you are now is somewhat stable this is a predicament uh, uh do you want me to keep going or we now interrupt this assassin's yeah. creed segment to talk about mobile games like brawlhalla coming to your phone this fall uh that was a thing from the ubisoft forward now back to assassin's creed because i think carson is stable all right i'll get back to it um so not, not a lot of people like the whole rpg aspect of it uh and stuff like that, but I think that's the direction that Ubisoft has to go for the Assassin's Creed franchise in order to make it still, you know, liked and played. Because as fun as they were in the past, I know for a fact that, you know, people love to complain. So if Ubisoft kept doing the same, like, you know, same gameplay of Assassin's Creed, people would be like, oh my god, they're just copying, pasting, it's always the same, it's the same game over and over again, and then once they try doing something different, people are like, we wanted the, we want the old stuff back, even though they would complain about it. But Valhalla, I, I'm excited for it, it's gonna be pretty cool, they've got rating, they've got rating, I don't Wait, know much so else. There's, is there, is there naval gameplay? I think so, like, not intense, like, uh, black flag by any means since it's you know in the past more mm -hmm. but you still can raid on ships on your warships and there's probably still like boarding and attacking like that right the one thing that i'm very curious how they're going to work is apparently uh in the game itself you can switch your gender like while while fighting apparently you Wait, can like yeah, yeah you <laughs> in the animus or something like that you're able to like alter the memories like on spot of your past ancestors and just change between the what, what, what's the character's name like I, e, uh, whatever the character's name is, you can swap between the male and the female version, like just back and forth kind of thing. That's I I just know that I don't know much else. Apparently, it also affects. Does it affect gameplay? I don't know. I was gonna ask why. <clears throat> why is that is it like do you go from like a big beefy viking to like a nimble like female character maybe that, i'm not too sure i'm not really i'm not fully sure the the concept there but uh i mean hey, it seems interesting maybe i just the way you like my mind just like was picturing weird because you're like mid fight and i'm like picturing like this giant viking swinging down an axe and then like mid swing you turn to like a small frail woman <laughs> the axe comes down. It's I don't know. Oh, she's probably the strongest shit. I, I mean, I don't know yet. It may not be mid fight. I could have read that wrong oh, or no. something don't like that. Every I just saw that in like a like in, <laughs> it was like those IGN Snapchat stories where they they talk right. about games. I was like, I'll look at this. But I, I mean, listen, it's gonna be. I'm open for it. You know, I'm gonna see the gameplay trailer. They've actually have uh, they have released a gameplay trailer of raiding a town. So if anyone wants to see gameplay of that, so you can not hear my weird explanation of it. Yeah, I think I saw them getting a fort, but I'll have to check out the town. Um, I just hope that the fort, uh, it's not, they didn't call it a fort, they called it something like, it seemed like a pretty fundamental like aspect of the game was like capturing territories or capturing forts. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, like as good as Assassin's Creed's may be getting, I think it's still inevitably as like video game donkey says if you've ever seen his videos on the Assassin's Creed, like it's like a following simulator and then like it's like the same four missions like over and over again so hopefully they've gotten a little bit better 
in like the time yeah. that taken off but before that like whether it was black flag like you would constantly be attacking the same fort and then like destroy the cannons take over the fort kill the like whatever commander get the loot leave assassinate this guy like hopefully it's not really just kind of a like same thing over and over again yeah i'm looking at it right now it's pretty cool you can like follow the like the like the rivers in the game and then you take the boat and you you know go and raid with your troops and you can command them and stuff mm -hmm. i'm just trying to see the where they switch between the characters but i'm, I'm trying to find that you guys keep going i'll i'll i'll, I'll when i find it i'll mention yeah. Carson, did you uh, catch anything else from the show that caught your eye? Um, I mean, if I had the link open, if my internet was working, and Brawlhalla seemed interesting because mobile. I really don't know how how well fighting games move to mobile. I know that um, Injustice is fairly popular, and there's also Mortal Kombat mobile. Oh really? Um, but those are both never really mobile adaptations, I assume, right? Yeah, especially yeah, with uh, Mortal Kombat, because that like that would not really be touchscreen friendly. No, I haven't really played any of the Assassin's Creeds. Um, Ever? I mean, they all just kind of look the same, you know, kind of follow some place, walk to some place, stab some guy, jump out of tall buildings, stab another guy. Yeah, do I mean, that. I, for... I said it myself, and it's true. But I also accredit Assassin's Creed largely to my like passion for history when i was in school yeah same that, here <laughs> that Riordan, the combination of the rick Riordan series and assassin's creed gave me like a good knowledge or at least passion for like i guess european history and then greek gods and i was like, pretty oh, much tanked up on it i was like i know everything about this one irrelevant thing besides the european history part that's not the part that i meant was irrelevant i meant the greek gods just just to clarify <laughs> <laughs> no, everything else re uh, relevant. You said it yourself. Relevant. Revolution. Relevant. Our past. Relevant. Damn it! I didn't find it. Um, I didn't get to see the transition sequence. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, oh, you know what had a little bit of a redemption arc for me it was Hyperscape. Um, really? How so? I don't know if you guys remember when Hyperscape came out and we were talking about it, but I, I kind of mentioned how, like, I don't see there being a good story here. Like, I don't know how. Like, you pick one of eight characters and you're, like, in this abyss and then, like, you're on this map that, like, disappears as a zone. And I'm like, what's the thing uh -huh. here? Like, what am I doing? Like, I was like, how is it? Like, what is this? And I was like, this is just going to, like, be a little arcade battle royale for a couple of weeks and then it's going to get old. But they, uh... They released the story during the presentation, and apparently it's very reminiscent of uh, Ready Player One, if you guys are familiar. Really? In a sense. So it's, um, so it's just going to be average then, if we're going off of how Ready Player One went? Ooh, ouch. Yeah, yeah. it was... Are we, are we going to get into movie reviews now? Just... My hot take. I mean, like, on... I'm part, part of me is kind of waiting for it. G give me a hot take. You don't have to dive into it, but it was the movie was six out of ten. It was kind of bad. Eh. It was. Just like, I liked hey. it. I, I mean, I, I liked it too. It was like, hey, remember, remember Star Wars? I mean, they had they had Master Chief in it. That that's the only reason why it's okay. It wasn't just Star Wars. They had a ton of things in there. I, I think I they, they had Fortnite, didn't they? Did Fortnite was no. Fortnite the connect? No. But oh, there was like, no. There was a tracer from Overwatch in there. Oh, that's what. They, that's oh, yeah. They had Ninja Turtles. They had Gundams. They had. It, listen, it was a pop culture movie. It was just meant to be a movie that implements everything 
that we know today. And that's what made me happy. I mean, did you guys hear about the second movie coming out? Well, the second book for now. But Yeah, second second book, sorry. Uh, Ready Player Two. I did, yeah. That's another thing. So, I like I'm guilty I did not read the book, but I heard the book is a million times better than the movie. Oh probably yeah. the case. But there's a lot of like small details. Like I think um I don't know why this like stuck out to me, but one thing they left out, like in the book, the main character, he's like, I have to exercise for thirty minutes on like the like the VR treadmill thing before my computer like lets me game. Like something like that. Like it's like society like to force like exercise or fitness like it wouldn't let him on his computer but that detail is entirely cut out of the movie i just literally like yeah because they probably wanted to like like they don't want to talk about i don't know why that seems like a cool thing though guns and an overcoming story yeah i wish i had that self-discipline um do do 30 push-ups before you start gaming yeah my webcam just like counts that'd be horrifying um anyways back to hyperscape the reason that i made the connection between uh, Ready Player One, and that is because the story trailer that they have has a narrator, and she's like, it, "It's the year like twenty or thirty, whatever, and like all like it's like I think they said like twelve billion of us like live here on this planet, and it's like completely overcrowded, and like what? that's a lot of people. Whatever it is, like it's something like that. They just they just they just added four billion people to planet Earth. Yeah, something like that. And they're like, <laughs> like we're out of room. Like there's like that's why like the city is so dense. And it's like that's why like Nexon Corp like designed the hyperscape and escape from reality. And I was like, dude, this is it. This is like this is what you got, Ubisoft. Um, like this is your story. A VR escape from reality, and then um. So, have you guys played Hyperscape? Otherwise, I'm gonna have to like kind of explain. You're gonna have to compare. You're gonna have to carry this conversation. Sorry. So, so. Carson, you're muted. We can't hear you. I think that's okay because there's a little bit of feedback. Um, if you just unmute when there's a comment. Now your camera's not on. Um. No, his camera's on. Oh, there we go. So now he's muted. Yeah, that's. All right. Now you're good. Now speak. I'm just gonna. We're gonna go Hyperscape. Whatever the company was, it's on the vans. It's like Nexon or whatever, and like mm-hmm. it's like this like main protagonist is like, and that's why Nexon invented the hyperscape, an escape from reality, and they're like, and the most exciting part of hyperscape is the crown rush, like which like whatever the battle royale like moment thing is, and they're like whatever like whoever wins the crown rush that could change your life forever, and it shows like the crown because there's two ways of winning hyperscape, being the last alive like a typical battle royale. Or extracting yeah, a crown, I believe. Like a crown that's like central in the map or like hidden on the map and like gives away your location. Then you have to get to an extraction point, something. I've never actually done that route. I've only just played it like a regular battle royale. Um, and she's like, because like the whole idea is like you play like the crown rush in the VR game. And like if you're like, I don't know if like, I don't know if you, when you die in hyperscape battle royale, if you die in real life in this story arc but i know if you get the crown like you get riches like irl it's so probably something like, similar to like ready player one yeah, in the sense like someone you, know, you, you, um, you killed yeah. you like ah my character's dead mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah um so then as i've mentioned the zone in that game is like the map is asymmetrical once the zone starts closing and it just like closes off different districts 
And how it does that is the the buildings turn black and they just like phase to nothing. So yeah, like, they like start like dissolving, right? Yeah, and then like, and then eventually it's just nothing. It's just concrete floor. So the like the arc was that she was like, and then something went wrong. Like the edges of the map started to turn into these voids. Like the the idea was that like people were actually getting stuck in VR if they died in those voids. So oh. Like, that was like it was like a population control thing or like something like that. Like oh, that's, that's the, terrifying, actually. That's the whole deal. I probably scuffed that experience or that story a little bit, but like the idea is that the zone in the battle royale battle royale mode is not intentional to the lore of the story, and people are disappearing slash dying in this zone. That's that's um, actually really cool. I, I've always liked when you know there's like the when you die in the game from this you know you, you you die in real life kind of thing that's always been fascinating but that's pretty that's pretty gnarly yeah i mean i would go watch oh 2054 um and i would go watch that story trailer after the podcast because 2054 2054 is when it's set a virtual reality called hyperscape um yeah, like what? Like the top comments on the YouTube trailer are like, "This game is the love child of Ready Player One and Sword Art Online." <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, Sword Art Online. But uh, I would, uh, I would check I'm it out and give it a look. Even if you don't, you're not online particularly like interested in the game, I think that redeemed <clears throat> redeemed it for me as a battle royale. I was like, okay, no, this is kind of cool. At least I no, I, I I don't mind that. That's actually interesting. I'm glad it's not just another mindless battle royale that's gonna have you know skins that are in microtransactions. They pay money. I mean, I'm no, glad it no doubt will, but at least oh well, like... at least they like you know mm -hmm. they give us something back for giving them all that money. <laughs> right. A story at least. Mm -hmm. Um, just to close out Ubisoft for a word. I don't know if I say mm -hmm. that weird. I've always like I heard it like someone Hold from on. Europe say. Ub I've always I don't know what I used to say, Ubisoft, but it's like Ubisoft if you say it correctly. Oh, um, Ubi. Are right, you back? Yes. Sweet. So we covered everything First, major. Back, back. Besides that, just to wrap up this topic, we got like Just Dance 2020 getting like six new tracks on the 23rd. Myth Quest Ravens Banquet is an apple tv show coming uh the crew 2 is getting uh a beach and neon battle update and summer hollywood update division 2 okay. has easter eggs related to the show um i don't know trials rising is getting a giga track um ghost recon okay. breakpoint has a bunch of changes ai teammates are finally coming to the game i can't believe that's a headline that i'm reading right now um they are fully custom. Oh, yeah. Still. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Let me go on Steam and buy that right now. Yeah. Um, I'll set. Like you said, Brawlhalla is coming to mobile August 6th with 50 more fighters. That's kind of huge. Um, Wait, you say 50? 50 more fighters. Which, I mean, That's to be a honest, lot of characters to add to I think the only thing with that is Brawlhalla um, fighters. Like, I think there's only like maybe 10 different weapons. So it's probably just a combo of the two weapons per character or something like that. Oh, they don't have, like, it's not like Smash for each individual character. Yeah, there's, like, I think there's a lot of overlap on the characters. I think it's, like... Well, they, they have, like, they have like weapons you can balance. pick up. Like, yeah, but, like, the weapons, yeah, it's, like, it's, for example, like, one of them is, like, one will have, like, 
dual daggers and then like the other thing will be like like this rocket ball and like you pick you cycle between those two weapons when you're picking them up on the map but like like a lot of other characters will have the same combo set i think the only difference is like maybe one has a half faster speed one has like a faster like i don't know like i'm not really a fighter guy but i think 50 like that would be way too much for them to all have their unique abilities and balances yeah but i can understand yeah i can see what you're saying I've never really played Brawlhalla, I'll be honest. It's never, ever, ever caught my eye. And then the one thing that is not on my list here, and I'm actually seeing another thing um, as I try and Google it, is we saw the actual, not the Rainbow Six clone that got shut down, but there's, uh, there it is, Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, which is going to be a mobile Oh, no, not this. Yeah. uh, I still don't. It's something. It has like Caviera on attack and like Monty mm-hmm. on. Yep. Yeah, it's all over the place. Um, uh, I've never been so upset by something like that. I saw that and I'm like, this is just a cash out. It it's literally just a cash out on yeah. Ubisoft's favorite characters like Monty. Yeah, no doubt. Caviera. Because- like, oh yeah, I'll totally buy the. I'm totally gonna play this mobile game for. Like a couple Rainbow Six Siege ops. And then don't forget this guy from Ghost Recon. You love this him, guy right? From Splinter Cell. Yeah, that, that's probably the only one that actually matters of the entire group. Mm-hmm. Like the only one that actually has face value is uh, the guy from Splinter Cell. Everything else is like, I don't care who they are. But I mean, according to this, all your favorite heroes and villains from Tom Clancy's video games. Collect and upgrade your favorite characters from Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon, The Division, Splinter Cell, and more on a mobile device. Oh, yeah, The Division. I, I just love all those iconic characters from The Division, right? Yep, definitely. You know, Command remember all those squads in stunning know, and dynamic 5v5 battles. Experience throwing action in a campaign, a mobile campaign mode, with a unique Tom Clancy storyline. Ready? This, squads this is the a- campaign. Player versus player and guild versus guild. Um, yeah. Fight one person. It's just going to be like a map, the campaign. It's just, I bet you it's just going to be like this map area, right? For individual sectors or something like that. Right. And it's going to be like five battles per like sector. And it's like, here, you fight two grunts. Here, you fight three grunts, but with a shield. Here, you fight four grunts. Like stuff. I don't know. It's going to be. I don't, I don't know why I'm making fun of this so much. Probably because. It's just Ubisoft cashing out, and that's why I'm upset about it. Yeah. But I'm going to make fun of it. That's fair. They do have cash outs on that sense. But one thing I want to say is while I was trying to find this to bring it up right now, Tom Clancy's mobile, <laughs> I saw Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Quarantine, which we haven't seen any more on from yeah, we the have. teaser trailer. Okay. That was a spinoff of the uh, – what, what? forgive me. What, like, what was that? That was from Rainbow Six. Like It was one of the things, right? Yeah, that was uh, um, Outbreak. So Outbreak. It's supposed to be a spin-off of that, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, crystal zombie creatures. It was actually a really cool mode, and I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was something just so out of the field for Rainbow Six Siege to do. Mm-hmm. It was just so interesting. Like They just took, like, yeah, you're in this building, and you only fight in a building. And then they're like, all right, go kill zombies. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. all right, yeah. Yeah, that was a weird. That was like when I came back to R six briefly. Like I played R six like small portion, took a break, came back. I was like, 
what is R6 doing right now? I'm so confused. <laughs> like, dude, it what, was fun. I would like the play as the truck. Was, like gone. I was like, what? What is this game? I'm so like, this is not what I remember. Um, yeah, but I thought like I thought uh, Quarantine was supposed to be the mobile game. But yeah, I was kind of hoping they would announce stuff like that. Quarantine is going to be a three-player tactical co-op shooter set several years future of the Rainbow Six universe, coming soon. So, I mean, hopefully we'll see that at the next Ubisoft Forward. There's got to be like, so. there's got to be at least one other title just like this that I completely forgot about. Like, there's yeah. something important we're forgetting about. Maybe, <laughs> maybe something huge, something I can't wait to cover. Ooh. But uh, I mean, there's Just Dance 2020. That's the most important game of the year, honestly. That's pretty that huge. True. That's pretty huge. It's still being released on, like, the Wii, which is crazy. Wait. Oh wait, um. This is kind of interesting. So there's um sorry to cut no, anyone off. But uh on the Rainbow Six Discord, the official Discord, there's like this thing called the R6 quarantine discussion where everyone just talks about the ga- the, the the spin-off. And someone actually found a they went on the Epic Games store and it says like all the uh stuff from Ubisoft forward and it shows Far Cry 6, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Gods and Monsters. And then it says Rainbow Six C- Rainbow Six Quarantine. It says coming soon on underneath. Huh. So that's interesting. And now everyone else is like flipping out about this right now in the, uh, the little discussion area. Oh, so that's that. a nice yeah. little tease. Yeah, it has a page on the Epic Games. It says available 2020, but that could be a throwaway. No way that's coming out in 2020. Yeah. I mean, it could come out. We haven't even, like, we know. been given an idea of what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. All right, Carson. Maybe you're not a huge Assassin's Creed fan, but I know you're a big Halo fan, so... What oh, my God. have you got for us? Go off. Halo 3 on PC, finally. Cool. The best game ever on the best platform ever. I only have nostalgia for Reach and Forge, so uh, I I have more nostalgia for Reach because I played it more. But Halo Three was I it's just legendary. It's Halo Three, like yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the most epic game ever, which is weird. I'm so actually... close to being the campaign on Legendary. Ooh, that's hard. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> then I got to the flood mission, and I just gave up. Let's see, I mean, it's it's on PC. Cool. Um, I haven't played it yet. I still regret not buying the whole Master Chief collection, like the forty dollar bundle, and just buying Reach. Rather I probably should have ten dollars every the same. single month the game comes out, and then you're like, man, I'm not gonna buy OST or whatever. But and now it's here on PC, and you're like, mm, actually, yeah. Wait, that. if you bought the Master Chief collection, do you automatically get like Halo Three? Ones that are coming well, out. Well, you sure. you can buy like the forty dollar bundle, which is CE two three um reach, reach yeah. I think they might be adding ODST and eventually four, or you can buy each game as its own separate thing for nine. Yeah, I know that. I bought Halo Reach just by itself. But and if you bought and the I bought my, bundle, it just, it just adds Yeah, and I bought my friend the bundle. So I'm curious if he's about to just get Halo three. You should be, yeah. Um so I'm kinda out of the loop. As much as I was only an Xbox kid growing up, somehow I don't know when was the last Halo. What was before? What's gonna? What was before Infinite? It was Halo Five, which was twenty fifteen. 
I know I didn't play it because it was never on PC. I played it. It was awful. It was okay. probably the worst. Halo Five ever. was directly before. Or was it like a prequel or anything like that? It was, no, it was, it was after, after Halo Four. Yeah. Okay. So, Which is but Halo Infinite is yeah. going to be like, um, what is it? Canically, right after Halo Five. Yeah, like there's the original trilogy, and then there's the Reclaimer trilogy, hmm. which is like they're kind of doing what Star Wars did. Hopefully, not going to be as bad as what Star Wars did. Wait, is this the last Halo or anything like that? Um, it's the last of the new trilogy. I okay. mean, Halo Wars three, maybe. I don't know. I thought Halo. <laughs> um, okay, I better catch up then because this they is... better redeem themselves, so this dude. Is like... this is... Yeah. Terrible comparison. So this is like the end game, the Avengers end game of Halos. Um, maybe. Hopefully not, because I thought end game was kind of meh. No, but... come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first listen, running player one. Now this. It's it's got to be the the best Halo. It, it has to be because uh, Microsoft Xbox has to compete with Sony, and the only thing Xbox has going for it right now. You know, after Sony just announced all those exclusives, the only thing that my Xbox has is Halo now. So if right. Xbox messes up doing Halo good, doing it justice after Halo Five, then rip Xbox. I don't know. I think Sony does Sony have a lot of exclusives right now? Like yeah, I know there's, I know, yeah, from like Sony or PlayStation Studios. I'm trying to think like what they, what's going on right now? Because like previously it was like uncharted and stuff but uncharted's done with right so right now it's mainly like horizon zero dawn and was death stranding and what else yeah like, what's the main um, playstation title see, right now like last, obviously uh, there's like spider-man, spider-man game yeah, spider-man is really good spider-man would, but that's like that's um not, that's not really i'll leave pop a list I don't think. would would horizon zero dawn count as an exclusive if it's on pc now I mean, that... like, initially it was just in the same way Death Stranding. Uh, we got Ratchet and Clank, the new one that's coming out. Right. Yeah, uh, you got the um, the Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, well, that's already out, so I shouldn't say that. Uh, God of War, obviously. Let um, me say it this way. What do you think rivals Halo the most in terms of, like, a really good story? Like, really iconic characters. What I'm do we sorry. have right now? Yeah, I mean, Uncharted. Uncharted, but like I, I'm pretty sure that franchise is over with. Like I think uh, the last one. Maybe God of War. God of War maybe. is a good one. I mean, um, I, I thought that was a fantastic game. So mm-hmm. I just can't really think of any shooters. I mean, I know there's Killzone, but that's been dead for a while. Yeah, I know people won't agree, but um, I definitely think Persona is. I mean, for the weebs at least, the weebs of Sony, Persona is a very popular game. Yeah, I'm like, just unfamiliar. Um, Persona is just really, it's just like I said, it's just an anime game. Mm-hmm. Pretty, it's just so good. It has such a good story. I have Persona Five. I've watched all the other ones, and that, in my opinion, that's like the neck. That's like in Japan, that's like the game for uh, Sony. Right. I mean, numbers wise, the PlayStation's definitely winning. I just saw an article. I think it was last night that they up production of the PS5 by fifty percent. So they're definitely expecting the PlayStation 5 to win this, and I think market share-wise, it's going to. As much as I like the design, the minimalistic design of the Xbox Series X more, I think PlayStation 5 is going to take it this year. They haven't announced a price, right? 
Oh, that's a good question. Uh, that's like the joke that's been going up. It's in that Lately, it's five hundred dollar range usually. Um, the it's like five hundred bucks. Let's see, the it's between four hundred and four hundred fifty dollars. Okay. I mean, there's like there's different versions. You got the digital only version. Yeah. Um, I hope that has a bigger hard drive or something. I let's hope, hope so. Oh, wait, I actually have, um, I mean, we'll talk, oh, do you want to talk about uh, the Halo Infinite news real quick, and then I can mention something really exciting that I just learned about? Sure. I mean, all right, so, Halo Infinite, all we really had was just a gameplay debut coming yeah. July 23rd at 9 a.m. Pacific. At 9 a.m. Stewart in the morning. Yeah. All right, so the cool news that I have is that LEGO just announced a really cool uh, new set that's coming out pretty soon in August, actually. And it's a NES system. It's okay. a it's a Lego NES system. And it comes with a... It has a TV with uh, Super Mario Bros. on it. It comes with a console, a controller, and then the, the Super Mario um, like game cartridge. Oh, man. And it's actually kind of cool. It's, yeah, and, and the, the, the Mario, you can... It's like a fully functioning side-scrolling thing with you know like going through a level oh and it's 230 dollars fully functional you mean it's like you you hit a crank and mario goes yeah you through the, the level. crank and then it moves i see like that's so cool that's pretty cool like people are saying this is probably going to be like the best lego set except how much was the nes when it came out it's up 100 before inflation probably yeah um this lego set this is going to cost the same amount <laughs> <laughs> the NES I just thought it's gonna sell out so fast, or maybe not. Is a roughly a hundred dollars bundled with the Super Mario Bros. cartridge in 1987. This Lego set is gonna be two hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Wait, um, the Lego set itself is two hundred twenty dollars. Two hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Yep. Holy. Yeah. Crap. Well, you dude, it's a fully functioning. But I mean, this is actually pretty it's cheap. Not fully, it's not like electronic, like. I know, but like it's still functioning. What Lego set has a has a a panel that moves around and shows like an entire almost like a level of of Super Mario? It's a Lego, dude. It's not like a game. Like it's yeah. the fact that it's a bunch yeah. of pieces that you're building together. That's awesome. Is twenty seven hundred pieces a lot of pieces? I have no I idea. Know. I have not played with Legos in forever. Rob, yeah, I would say that's a lot. I, I don't know. I have a Death Star in my garage that I've never built. I think, I think the Death Star is probably more Death Star. I think the Death Star is like the biggest one. Let me see I'm, how much. I'm, I'm looking at it. It looks cool, but the Death Star is four thousand pieces. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's like two versions. I mean, of Death the Death Star is five hundred dollars. If you want to put that into perspective. Yeah. So, like I'm saying, like yeah, it's expensive, but for what it is, that's pretty cool. I mean, Lego sets as a whole are very expensive. Like. Kylo Ren's shuttle, which is only a thousand pieces, is one hundred and thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. So you know you got to you got to gauge it like that. I don't know. I'm I'm ex- I think it's really cool. Am I gonna buy it? No, but am, is it gonna look cool? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You're in a little office here. I'm not in that stage of my life, but I feel like inevitably I'll be the kind of streamer that has like the cube bookshelf behind me, and that'll be perfect for one of the cubes. All right. You know what I'm talking about. Like, just the generic YouTuber background. Either the cubes or, like, the wooden shelf with the pipes. 
<laughs> oh, I don't have that here. This is you have a, something else. You have a lot. It's a, it's an interesting oh, this is not scene. my stuff. This is my dad's stuff. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting scene. Um, yeah. Thank you for that Lego news. It's exciting. It's what can I say? It's almost as hype as... It's dark in here now. It's almost as hype as when they added the Lego expansion to Forza, and you could drive a Lego car right next to a McLaren. <laughs> That, I, I thought that was so awesome when I saw a YouTuber playing that. That's yeah, so... It's just so It was so wacky. I, I loved it. Yeah. Listen, Lego's making a comeback and nobody's ready for it. Nobody's <laughs> ready for it. I feel like Lego has like a, probably an extremely like underrated market cap or something or market shit, whatever. Yeah. Like, I bet they dominate the toy market. And we're just not... Oh, they probably do. Market. Like, nobody expects it. But, uh, I think they had that the show too that came out recently, mm -hmm. the like the build destroy thing. That was really cool. I actually I actually watched like a couple episodes of that with my roommates. It was really entertaining. Just right. a bunch of people building massive like masterpieces, and then they're like the judge is like mm, seven, even though it's this fantastic piece with like fully fun like functioning you know moving around parts, and then they crush it with a hammer. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. See people's dreams get ruined. I mean, there's like Lego land and stuff, but uh, anyways, enough with the Legos. Shall we? Is there anything else we want to talk about today? I don't know. I mean, we're at, we're at an hour already. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are I'm still good. here, still listening, stream or Spotify or Anchor or wherever the heck you found us, thank you. Um. Yeah. Join our Discord, and you could give us more topics to talk about because. Yeah, because yeah, gaming. Because gaming. We need more topics. Because we don't want to really talk about Legos every time. But give us what you got. I don't mind, but like, you know. Yeah. Well, I think I'll end it with one more fun fact. Just food for thought. I'm going to give you the idea that back in 2012, Tencent, you know, the huge, like, um, Asian game company. I think, I think they're behind, like, PUBG Mobile and stuff, right? Yeah, They own a massive amount of stuff, Tencent. They invested $330 million in Epic Games back in 2012. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but $330 million back in 2012 got them a 40% stake at Epic and valued them at $825 million. 40%. Now, Sony invested $250 million, which is slightly less, but today, that investment only gave them a like 1.5% stake in the company because Epic is now valued at $17 billion. $17 billion? I think that's a little high because you probably just have a bunch of people in boardrooms like, yes, Fortnite, Prince Money, they're worth that much money. Like, I, oh, I know that it makes it a lot of, I know it makes a lot of money, but it's past its net worth. 2020 18 billion yeah. yeah i think that's too high you think so i mean it's yeah. just, Wait, like, I the net worth Wait, before and company. after fortnite <laughs> yeah i mean we're not talking about just revenue here or anything like that we're talking about you know how many people people have a stake in the game and its valuation and they're also like they're pulling in exclusive like titles they're they're doing a huge amount of sales on other things outside of Fortnite. Yeah, I mean they they, they also have Gears of War. You know they've been doing that for years. Yeah. Don't they also um, have Unreal Engine? 
Yes. Yeah. They have Unreal Engine. They have the Epic Game Store. Uh, like, if this puts it in perspective for you, before Fortnite, Epic Games was valued in total at $825 million, right? Yep. And then when Fortnite was out in July, well, you know, this is July 2018, then Epic Games bumped up like crazy to $4.5 billion. So, and then by the end of 2018, they got to 8.5 billion. So I don't, I, I, I can totally see how they're 18 billion dollars now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Fortnite's been out for a while. We kind of forget about that sometimes. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just some food for thought. Um, some food insane for thought. valuations coming out there. Carson, would you like to do the esports roundup? Real quick, so uh, League Black won the UCSB X UCLA Summer Splash LOL tournament, which they won pretty handily. They also won some keyboards from Hyper. Nice. Um, Wait, they won keyboards? Yeah. That's so cool. Cherry Max Red? I want to win a keyboard. I don't know. They were, they were pretty decent. It's a free keyboard for just winning a community tournament. So. Playing the game you already play, and that's why you should go to cugaming.gg slash uh, eSport. Just join our Discord and talk about joining our eSports team. Yes. Hang out. Cool. Be cool. Be a gamer. Is Dewey, is that yes. everything so far? I think that about think be it. So, yeah. as for the usual clo- closing, we have Robert, who has done our graphics and stream. Uh, you also have Ben, who has uploaded all of our videos you, on YouTube. You can follow him at Twitter, at DragonBardLada. Our project team is James, Sosway, and Clovis. And finally, you can follow Leonardo on TikTok at General Dumplin. That you Thank you. Yeah. Hey, don't forget about Carson. Unless I just toned out for the last 30 seconds, I don't think you put yourself on that list. And uh, I mean, yeah, you don't. Host. You're on that. I mean, yeah. Robert is the, the stream. I, I don't know how to do the streaming and graphics at this point well then why do you mention me because <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like that whole running joke you know we always mention that you're on tiktok and you're this tiktok famous guy oh um, am i the comedic relief of us three am i supposed yeah, to make I'm a joke like... about tiktok potentially shutting down again like which yes. listen they won't do it i'm not going to get into that they're not going to do it yeah yeah well i mean amazon sent out an email saying please take it off of your phone if you have an amazon email and then they said that email was a mistake so they messed up but uh, yeah, for now, General Dumpling will still be on TikTok, but the Buffcast will be not. The Buffcast will be right here on Twitch and on Anchor and Spotify and YouTube and all your other inboxes, usually Saturday. But uh, yes. Bye. That's bye. Uh, Buffcast 12, 13, 13, 13, 13. 13. <laughs>